here's a story from the world. Concern and worry for people in Turkey and Syria, where two powerful earthquakes today have killed thousands of people. Many thousands more are missing. The world's Duri Buskaran is in Istanbul, about 500 miles northwest of the epicenter in southern Turkey. This is the nightmare scenario. It's 4 a.m., everyone is home and asleep. And from just outside this small border city of Gaziantep, an earthquake measuring 7.8 on the Richter scale just tears across southeastern Turkey and most of Syria. It's even felt as far away as Lebanon, Cyprus, and Egypt. And as far as we know, things are shaking for about 90 seconds. Buildings collapse. A residential high-rise 100 miles away turns to dust. Even a hospital wing by the Mediterranean Sea sea collapses with patients inside. Neighbors are rushing to dig each other out of the rubble in freezing cold conditions, even snow and rain in some places. And then, about 10 hours later, the second one hits. Unreal and terrifying to begin with, and then this turns into two back-to-back earthquakes. Right, and the second earthquake is almost as big as the first. It's a 7.5. And it hits around 1.30 in the afternoon, just one province over, Already shaking, already damaged buildings, further damaging roads, even an airport. What do rescue efforts look like right now? People are desperately trying to reach survivors. They're trapped under the rubble, and rescuers know they're facing a ticking clock. But rescue crews are spread out over an impossibly large area. The worst damage is spread over 10 Turkish provinces, as well as northern Syria. And even getting to these victims is hard. I mean, there are road closures, multiple airports have stopped flights, electricity and cell service is down in a lot of areas, and it's winter here. It's snowing in some places. The Turkish Disaster Agency, just to give you a sense of this is asking for donations of blankets, electric generators, warm clothes. I talked to a friend in Gaziantep near the epicenter, and he says everyone who has a car is outside sitting in it right now, trying to stay warm, and in his words, waiting for Godzilla. They've been told not to leave the city because the roads are so badly damaged, and they're scared that these past two earthquakes are just precursors for an even bigger one. So, Dura, you traveled to this region just a couple of weeks ago to cover a different story for the show. So you've got some situational awareness there. Tell us more about the community where this earthquake hit. Right. I was in Gaziantep to report on an after-school program for Syrian refugee kids. And this southeastern region has a huge concentration of families who have fled the Syrian civil war. Um, even other countries nearby, like Iran, um, some are, a lot of people are Kurdish. Um, and so they've gone through that upheaval in recent years. Um, we also did a story about the area's historic copper industry. It's an old uh, city on the Silk Road. Uh, there's a lot of artists there, a lot of really interesting music. Gaziantep is kind of a foodie destination. Um, It's really famous for its locally grown pistachios and kebabs. Um, But if you look at the regions that are damaged in this earthquake, Diyarbakir, Karan Manmarash, Hatay, a lot of people here are part of a minority group. A lot of people live in small towns and villages. They're spread out. It's an incredibly vulnerable population. People don't have a lot of savings to fall back on. They live in homes often that don't have a lot of up-to-date construction. Even though Turkey sits on a fault line, um, this is this is the kind of thing that every person who lives in Turkey fears will happen to their city. And this just happened in probably the most vulnerable section of the country. The world's Duri Biskaran in Istanbul bringing us the latest news on the massive earthquakes that have struck southern Turkey and northern Syria. Duri, thank you. Thanks, Marco.